Well, last year, that happened just a year, little over a year ago, and we were celebrating. We had last year a six-week initiative called More Than that culminated with that celebration that you just saw. Our More Than, uh, our focus for More Than came from Ephesians, the third chapter, verses 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. That term more than actually comes from verse 20 where he says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. On November 24th, we praised God for doing more than we ever imagined possible. We praised him for offerings and pledges totaling $1,055,332.54. But that wasn't the end. You see, since then, we've had several others who've added into that total to become part of this initiative. And now our total sits at $1,077,045.64. This whole thing started a number of years ago, in 2014. We were in the midst of a downturn in giving, and the bank began putting some pressure on us. We explained our situation to the bank, and then we updated our church family. And then starting in April of 2014, the Northeast elders did what elders around here always do. They committed to begin praying daily for God to provide. Every morning, wherever we might be, we agreed that at 6 o'clock in the morning, we were going to pray. And we were praying big prayers. Prayers that couldn't be answered by us. Prayers that when answered, it would be clear that it was God who was doing the answering. For more than five years, the prayers continued. And then in June of last year, we received a call that our bank wanted to sell our loan to CFR, Christian Financial Resources. This sale would save us $3.4 million in principal and $900,000 in prepayment penalties. Our debt went from just under $9 million, it dropped to $5.63 million. This new financial agreement did something that we didn't, even, we didn't even think about previously. It created a path forward to eliminate our debt eventually forever. This was huge. It was a huge answer to some huge prayers that had been prayed for a long time. I am deeply grateful for the faithfulness of our elders who over the course of that period of time we're praying during that difficult season. As the deal was being finalized, our finance chairman, Pat Smith, commented to me one day when she said, you know, this is our Red Sea moment. And this, of course, is a reference to an Old Testament event when God miraculously showed up to rescue the Israelites. In Exodus, we read that Pharaoh allowed more than a million Israelites to leave Egypt. 
He'd had enough of them and their God. Before long, though, Pharaoh would change his mind. Scripture says his heart was hardened. As realizing that his workforce had just walked out of the country, he sent all of his chariots and all of his troops in the Egyptian army to go after the nation of Israel. We read this in Exodus, the 14th chapter, verses 21 and 22. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on the right and on the left. The Israelites were shepherds and goat herders. They were nomads before they became slaves in Egypt. The truth is they were no match for the Egyptian army. This was the, the kind of version of the superpower of that age. The Egyptians were the ultimate fighting force in the world. So when Pharaoh changed his mind and led the army to go after Moses and the Israelites, this was shaping up to be an epic disaster for Israel. The Egyptians pursued the Israelites into the canyon of water. And as the Israelites escaped out to the other side, God caused the wheels of the chariots of the Egyptians to become jammed up, making it difficult for them to drive. And then we read this in verse 26, Exodus 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. And in just a matter of minutes, the entire Egyptian army was destroyed and the Israelites were free. God had provided a way forward for the people of God in the most unlikely of scenarios. Years ago, I heard a story about a boy who heard this very story in children's church from his teacher. And when he got home, his mom asked him, what did you learn about in children's church today? Well, we heard about the Israelites and how they escaped from Pharaoh's army. Mom said, tell me what happened. How'd that happen? Well, Pharaoh's army had the Israelites trapped against the Red Sea. And when at the very last second, when it looked like the Israelites would be wiped out, the Israeli Navy showed up and they built this pontoon bridge across the Red Sea. And then the people of Israel were able to escape across the sea. And then when the Egyptians started crossing the bridge, the Israeli Air Force showed up and their bombers bombed the bridge, wiping out the entire Egyptian army. Well, to say the least, mom was stunned by her son's version of the crossing of the Red Sea. She said, son, is that really what happened? Is that actually what the teacher said? He hung his head and he said, no, mom, but trust me, you'll never believe what she said actually happened. It was a miracle when God showed up. He saved the Israelites from impending doom and destruction you know, sometimes miracles can be hard to explain. They're hard to believe. But no one could argue that in that moment, Israel had been saved. 
and God was the source. Pat Smith, like many of us, saw God show up and set us free from a financial situation that we saw no escape from. We called out to God and he answered our prayers. And today, as we remember what God has done for Northeast, after CFR bought our loan and had an, we had an initiative called More Than in order to eliminate as much principal as we possibly could before we lock in our loan. So today, I want to emphasize three significant statements. I think they summarize this whole event, especially as we stand here one year later. Significant statements on this one-year anniversary of the More Than Initiative. And the first statement is this. Praise God for his awesome blessing. For centuries after the crossing of the Red Sea, you know the Israelites continued to tell that story over and over to generation after generation after generation. They did this because they never wanted their people to ever forget what God had done for them. And you know what? We want to tell our stories as well over and over again because just like the Israelites, we don't want Northeast to ever forget what God has done for us. One thing we will do in the course of this day and the days to come is we're going to praise God for his faithfulness to provide for us this awesome blessing just when we needed it. Psalm 100 says this. It really truthfully embodies what I think our hearts are saying corporately to God. It says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. We will praise him. In fact, when we're done with this talk, we're gonna spend some time worshiping him today out of hearts that are filled with gratitude. We're gonna express to him how grateful we are for his blessing. And we will never forget, we will never forget him providing for us just what we needed at just the right time. Well, there's a second statement that I want to emphasize this, at this one-year point of anniversary for the More Than Initiative. And that is, thank God for every one of you who God is working through. Paul said something to the Corinthians at the beginning of his first letter to him, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, he said, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. Paul was deeply grateful to God for the Corinthians. And in the same spirit, I want you to know how grateful I am to all of you. There are 207 different giving units that have participated in the More Than Initiative. 
These giving units are made up of individuals, couples, some are families who've participated in more than. So it's well over 207 individuals. And these were people who, who participated last year in the initiative or since then. Some have signed on. And they've been giving over the course of this last year toward the pledges that they've made. We are in year one of this 25-month initiative. And we have seen a tremendous response that has flowed out of incredible generosity from so many of you. And I thank God for every one of you, for all that he has done through you. I want to thank everyone who has prayed, pledged, and given. Do you know that we have paid $510,000 on the principal already? Our current debt is now at $5 million. million. Together with God's blessing, we are making a huge difference. And we will continue to do that to even greater degrees. You know, one part of the More Than initiative that has been so rewarding is those four ministries that you saw on the video just before the message. Four different ministries that we've been able to help. As you'll remember, we didn't want this initiative just to be about us. We wanted to invest a tithe. That's 10% of what came in. We wanted to give it away to some worthy ministry ventures. And do you know that as of right now, we've given almost $58,000 to these projects. These gifts have been a tremendous blessing, as you saw in those videos, but especially during this season of COVID, these have been timely gifts. I want to tell you a specific story about one of those partners because I want you to see how your investment had an amazing difference in one family. Through more than, we're partnering with Liberty Elementary, which is just down the street from us. And our objective in partnering with them was to help facilitate and provide resources for those under-resourced students in the school. And on October the 14th, Liberty Elementary uh, contacted Stacy Muncie, who's our team member helping to meet the needs there. The call was about a family that has one child enrolled at the school. This family has two older sons who had gotten into some trouble, serious trouble, gang-related trouble. And as a result, the mother and the younger child were being threatened, serious threats to their lives. In order to be safe, they had decided they needed to leave Lexington immediately. And they were going to a state some distance away where a church had agreed to provide safety for them once they arrived. But the mom and the son needed $320 for travel and lodging. So Stacy got the money to them so that the mom and her child could get to safety as soon as possible. I suggested, why don't we just make it an even $400, but they'd already given the money to them. 
Later when I was sharing this story, I was so encouraged by it. I was sharing it with Robert Lewis, who did all the video work for us on this uh, entire initiative. And I was telling him all the details about it. And then he commented, he said, wasn't that our verse? And I wasn't sure what he was talking about right away. And then it dawned on me, our key verse for more than was Ephesians 3.20. It was interesting that 3.20 was the amount of money, the exact amount that they needed. It just reminded me again of him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine according to his power at work within us. And he has been working in us and through us. You see, when you give to more than, we're investing in ministries that are changing people's lives. And not just those four that you saw videos of, but ministry that's flowing out of here because we've been releasing resources that had to be paid toward interest before, but now, now it can be used for ministry. I want to show you the current total of what has been received through more than as of right now. Check this out. Over 617,000. That brings me to the third statement I want to share this morning on this one-year anniversary of the More Than Initiative. And that is this. God is freeing us up from debt because we still have work to do. Our mission statement is we exist to love God, connect people, and to make disciples. That's our mission. In 2013, we set out saying we're going to reach the next generation here in the 40509 with the gospel. Our goal is to increase the population of heaven by making more and more disciples. We don't want anybody to miss out on a relationship with Jesus, and we certainly don't want them to miss out on heaven either. This year, COVID has impacted churches all across the world, and Northeast is no different. But even with those challenges financially, We are not giving up. We're continuing to press forward. To connect with our neighbors in the 40509 and beyond. Let me give you an example of that. On October the 30th, we hosted what we called the COVID-friendly drive-through trunk or treat. It was incredible. 46 different trunks were decorated and filled with candy. And then 220 cars with 425 kids drove through over the course of two hours. That was an amazing night. It was electric. The weather was perfect. And God made an opportunity for us to connect with our neighbors here in the 40509. And some who came from beyond that. We're going to continue to reach out more and more to people who are right around us who are far from God. And we want to give them an opportunity to meet Jesus. More than is helping us to make more ministry dollars available every single month. You see, when a person 
couple or a family joins more than, they are investing in the future mission of Northeast. Every dollar that we reduce in debt helps to lower the amount of interest that we have to pay. The amount that has been given so far, as you saw, $617,845.02. In August of 2019, when we started paying interest, we were paying $24,240.28 in interest every month. But since then, because of the many generous gifts through more than, we have reduced our interest payment to what we paid last month, $22,098.61. So that's an annual savings, just that payment there. And it'll go down again this month. But that payment of $22,098, if you annualize that in savings in interest, from what we paid the first month, that's $25,217 over the course of a year. As our more than total continues to climb, we will continue to eliminate debt and we will reduce the amount of interest we pay and that annualized savings will just go up and up and up. This frees us up to have more resources that we can use for ministry instead of having to pay interest. If you weren't able to participate in more than, you can begin to, you can still be a part of it. This initiative is open to anybody that wants to share in what God's doing here to help us to reduce debt and free up resources for ministry. If you'd like more information, you can contact us through the app, or you can call us here, or you can send a note to notes to Monty at ncclex.org. I want to close with this. One of our staff guys shared with me recently about a Northeast couple who is part of the More Than initiative. He had a coffee with this, this husband and father, and he said this guy shared with him how they had made a pledge last year and that they've been giving to fulfill that commitment, even though they've been away because of, you know, watching the services from home. He said that this was really the first time they had participated in something like this. And he said they did it because they wanted to be part of something significant. They wanted to do something significant for God. They wanted to join in with others And say, hey, if we come together, maybe we can make a really big difference. They are doing something significant. To all of you who've partnered with us through more than, you're doing something significant. The elimination of our debt frees up more resources to be used for ministry, and that's significant. And now we can actually see a day when the debt is completely eliminated And that itself is significant. In the days ahead, we will be able to invest more in ministry and more people as a result will hear the gospel and many of those will come to Jesus and make him their Lord and Savior. That's significant. And your sacrificial investment, it glorifies God. And that 
is maybe the most significant. I want to thank you for linking arms with us together to do something really significant. And I'm deeply grateful for that. Well, I want to invite you to join me and our worship team in celebrating as we give praise and honor and glory to God for the amazing, awesome blessing he gave to us. Faithful, oh, I will rest. 
till I met you I was waiting but not for life All my failures I tried to hide It was
You know, what a time we've had sharing about all the things that God has done and continues to do. The way that God never ceases to go above and beyond and do more than we could ever ask or imagine. And, and let me just say and extend an invitation. If you'd like to be a part of more than, you can designate that when you give online. It's a very simple way to do so, but uh, we're so grateful for your generosity, whether it's to more than or just the kingdom work that is happening here in and through Northeast. And listen, this morning has been all about celebrating kingdom work, but but we, we never want to, to miss celebrating the king and all the excitement of the kingdom work. And so, um, you know, we're going to wrap up. And as we turn our hearts and minds on the King, as we focus completely and fully on Jesus, we're going to share communion. And so I encourage you, you know, if you have um, a bit of food or drink to, to get that, maybe right now or maybe in a bit. But, um, but as you pause today and you focus on Jesus, as you, you contemplate the cross and you celebrate the resurrection, I want to share with you um, these words that the Apostle Paul wrote in regard to the Lord's Supper. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. He says, The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death, until he comes. And so when we pause and we take that bit of food and we take that sip of drink, we remember the sacrifice. We remember what Jesus did on the cross, but we celebrate the fact he didn't stay there, that he overcame sin and death through the resurrection. And so today, I want you to pause, remember the king, and celebrate all the kingdom work that's going on. And so, hey, again, thank you so much for tuning in with us for celebrating with us, and we look forward to connecting real soon.